All right, it's the MBM Podcast. We are here. We are here. When I say we, we have an extra person with us. Somebody has returned, briefly. And that was the unedited version of that song, so I had to get out of it before he started. <laughs> I'm not... To, sometimes the... Mike's going to die now, coughing. Oh, he muted himself. Good save, bro. Good save. Um... Some of you may notice sometimes some of the music we play at the end, I can't find an edited version of the songs I like, so I put them on there anyway. That is part of the reason why I have taken off of the little notification that normally says that we are clean. So for the most part, the show itself is completely clean and friendly to being listened to um, at the track, you know, out loud. You don't have to worry about a fleeting expletive here or there from us. Um, I'm going to try to remember to put a little heads up when we play the end music just to be wary if there is any because uh, sometimes like i said it's just so hard to find an edited version and there's a song that i want to share with everybody so is what it is but uh, we have somebody with us who's been on shows before <laughs> he may be the pilot of the man van the man van 2.0 3.8 liter 5 6 version 8 and now he's got as i call it the man of anasaurus uh <laughs> <laughs> Which is what? What year is that thing? It's no six. Uh, Ford Escape, as we call it, as well. Um, and his man- toe behind. Yeah, and his toe behind. Which- my, it's my new home. Yeah, it's my mobile home. His mobile home that we thought my wife might say, "You both are staying in it for the next week." Until- <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Kamikaze is with us. Kyle, of course, as some of you know him. Um, he's just he ended up being at the house, and I said, "Well, I'm going to podcast. You can either come or leave. It's up to you." And he came. Not in that way. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> Get that out of your heads. So, how are you feeling, Mike? And not in that way. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Terrible. I'm doing all right. I just can't shake this cough. And Yeah, I woke up this morning with a repeat sore throat offender. And then never-ending nose gushing. Yeah, see, I haven't been... I haven't had that problem. <sighs> it's got to be the weather change. But I'll survive, <laughs> I'm sure. I was feeling great this morning. Until? Until I woke up. Until you woke up. <laughs> 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 until I got out of bed. <laughs> That's a good one. I felt great until I woke up and got out of bed. So we are here on this episode of the NBN Podcast. We are going to be <laughs> interviewing uh, Chris Toko from RC Tracks of Las Vegas. If that sounds remotely familiar for whatever reason, that would be because in the next couple of days. Uh, I know there's actually lots of drivers from different countries that are already in California, but it, uh, I believe in California and getting ready to head over to Las Vegas for the 2016 mm-hmm. 8 scale IFMAR Worlds. Uh, we're going to have him on the show. We're going to talk a little bit uh, about um, you know what he's been doing, his, his past and everything like that with RC. Um, and so we're going to have that interview. And then, of course, whatever Mike and I decide to talk about. And then on the next show, next week, we are going to be talking with a couple of the guys that were at the Von Nats. So we'll have Eric, I believe Pete, and I believe Dirk might be making it as well, right? Mm, I think so. I think so. So that's that, that'll be on the next episode, so you guys have that to look forward to. But yeah, we've been, uh, Mike's been really, really busy because he's been having to build a whole new kit, plus oh, do I that laid-out conversion. I'll tell you, there was some satisfaction in building that 22.4 2.0 kit. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Oh, I was just, 
I took my time because there obviously was in no hurry. Right. So I just kind of, and I did it over the course of four days <laughs> with the assistance of my two and a half year old. Oh, it was great. Oh yeah, how did the two and a half year old uh, manage to help you? Did she didn't lose anything on you, or oh, oh, she would take things and drop them on the floor and bang tools together, and then ask me six thousand questions, and then want me to go watch Minions with her. So you know, <laughs> well, and she is funny. How did I end up with this chair back here? But yeah, it was. Uh, Sorry, I don't know, it was just nice, and <laughs> the lay down conversion for the twenty two was. I don't know. Easy, I guess. I don't know. You just move a bunch of stuff from one chassis to another chassis and change the transmission. Yeah. I've been thinking now that you got that uh, 224 1.0 all, uh, all unelectronic. I've almost oh, been contemplating. Yeah, I've been almost contemplating seeing if I can put an ESC and a motor and a servo in it. I don't know. But the problem oh, is with that is I don't want to break it. Apparently, the plastic parts are pretty crappy, like on the steering, the steering link and that. Yeah, because you, you had to put plastic back on it from the... Yeah, like I took the, a lot of the, the, all the steering components were the same, so I was able to steal them off of the, the 1.0 and put them on the 2.0. Right on. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it, all it needs is, uh, it even has foams, it needs a servo, it, it would need... Yeah, just electronics and... Well, that's what I mean. Like, I could put an ESC in it, I could put a 6.5 in it, and I could probably put a servo in it. Actually, I have a servo here, too. I got a ProTech, I believe. A Monster ProTech. Yeah, I was thinking of just kind of finagling the reedy out of my... uh... Yeah, if you're not going to run it, yeah. Yeah, you could just steal everything out of that. Well, just, like, I'd probably put the SMC ESC in it with that 6.5 motor. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, throw that reedy servo in it. But. Good. We'll see. Maybe I'll just stop being cheap and order two MKS servos and throw another one in it. Make a Spass oh, Buchanan? Make a Spass Buchanan. Is that you dinging or is that Mike? Probably, yeah. No, it's me. It's okay. the guy's messaging us oh, here. Sure. Oh, is it? I will turn my volume down. There. Down. Oh, there you go. There you, you go. You are the weakest link. So that's what you've been doing. I'm excited because Friday I should get all the parts that I need to actually get my B5M converted. Are they going to Joel's? Yes. Cool. I got stuff that's going to be there tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Monday. I don't know. It's all over the place. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure when they'll be there Friday. I just I know Casey had said he can get them to, to, to Joel's on Friday for me, which is actually perfect. <clears throat> yeah, I might be going down there too, so I don't know. Oh, when are you doing that? <clears throat> well... Uh, maybe Friday. Well, if you do that Friday, for sure. <clears throat> I'm waiting on one of the guys there that, uh, is working with Casey on the whole track thing. Derek's his name. Yeah, yeah. And, I don't know, I guess he wants to learn some stuff about Facebook. So I was like, well, I don't know, maybe I'll just meet you down there. Cause he, oh, okay. Cause he doesn't even have a computer. <laughs> right. He's, uh, one of them kind of boys. Okay, well. Only. Okay, well, cool. So, if, anyways. If, if that happens... I just, like I said, I don't know. Casey didn't tell me when said individual that can bring it up to Joel's is going to. So yeah. I don't know if it'll be earlier in the day or not. And like I said, for me, I kind of need it here because I'll probably start most of that Sunday evening after I get back because I'm going to try and go out Sunday and go hunting for a couple hours because I'm trying yeah, to. I'll, either way, I'll 
not KZ, but well, once I know what I'm doing, yeah. then we'll know. Okay, yeah, yeah, because it doesn't really matter. As long as I have the stuff by Sunday, then I'm happy either way because I just I want to get trucking on that. Now that I know I'm going to have the parts, I'm really going to give her down, get it all done, rebuild shocks, diffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been hesitant to do anything because you know how I am. Like I like to start and finish it all, right? So well, until you get in there and you find something broken, and then you don't have the part, and then you need to order the part, and then you're. Well, that's not a big deal. It's not. Way. It's not like we're racing next weekend. Yeah. I have a couple of weekends to get it together. It's just I want to get it done sooner than later. Instead, I hears ya. Yeah. So what are you doing to your cars? Uh, <laughs> you're going to a laydown on the B5, right? No, the B5 is getting a three gear. Um, oh, right. finally. Because, <laughs> you know, that was the rage, what, two years ago for them? Do they make a laydown for the B5s? Uh, well, okay, so there's a couple of companies that 3D print laydowns, and then uh, I know Sticky Licks, he makes chassis or did make chassis. I'm not sure if he's still making them a lightened chassis that was drilled not only for the regular three-gear and four-gear AE transmissions, but also was drilled for the Red Workshop um, 3D printed laydown. Right. Uh, so I know you could probably do that and, and switch it that way. Um, but it, the the problem is that's, from my understanding of it, by the time you get the, the, the laydown transmission and all the stuff you need, um, it's expensive to get it from Red's Workshop. Um, so it's, it's one of those, it's not really worth it, right? Because I do intend well, to upgrade to a B6 come next I season. Say, and I think that's what Bubba was saying, is you're just better off going to the B6, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm just going to do, like, I, I think in total... I'm going to have about $110 invested into my B5M between two gear diffs, the uh, new top shaft with the centering kit to to center the motor, um, Mm -hmm. and the motor, like the transmission and the the new motor plate. So Mm -hmm. that wasn't a big deal to spend on the car to get another season out of it. And and I'm probably not going to sell it when I'm done with it either. It'll probably stick around, and I might monkey around with it and maybe you know, maybe turn it into a stock car just to have one to run in another class. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and keep the B6 for for my mod stuff. So that's what's happening with the B5M. Uh, Of course, it's getting a new body. Um, And then the 443 really isn't getting much other than I'm going to freshen up the diffs. So I think I'm going to put million weight back in the center diff because I was talking a little bit with Bubba. So I'm going to try that if i don't like it when we're down there i'll just pull the diff and rebuild it with hundred thousand because that's what's currently in it mm-hmm. um there's a good possibility that i'm not going to like the way it drives and i'm going to pull all three diffs while i'm down there and rebuild all three with lighter mm-hmm. fluids which i really hope doesn't happen um i'm still contemplating whether or not i'm going to add back the extra um spider gears in the diffs because i did that mod that a lot of ae guys were doing way back when which was uh like for the last uh, Reedy race, they had pulled out one of the set of gears and only ran one set of gears in each front mm-hmm. and rear diff. Mm-hmm. So that's the way mine are set up right now. So, I don't know. I'll probably just leave them without, just because I know all we do is race in high grip, and I did like the way it drove at the Gone Bananas race and at Casey's year-end race, so I wasn't upset with the way it drove mm-hmm. as far as like the gears felt, the, the diffs felt, so I think I'll probably just leave it the way it is, just change the fluids. I asked Bubba a little bit of tip about maybe getting it to steer a little better um, off power because it dr- kind of drives like a dump truck when you got to get off power. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gave me a couple of tips. So that'll have to be done before it gets put on the setup station because it is going to change the, uh, the the camber link lengths and everything like that. So I'll have to readjust the camber and all that wonderful yeah, jazz. Yeah. 
But that's about it. That's all my cars are really getting. Nothing. Nothing crazy. I didn't build anything new next this year. Next year. Next year. And most people will know why next year, come November. That's why I uh, <laughs> left the. Uh, I left the one set of spider gears out of the diff on the two point as well. Oh, you did? A, yeah, it was a recommendation to do so. Out of the front or the rear? The rear. Oh, nice. It only has a rear diff. Oh, it's still... I meant the 3.0, the 22 3.0. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see bad. what you're saying. I said 2.0. Oh, I'm kind of excited to have two gear diffs because, you know, my boner that I made with the uh, ordering of the body is I'm going to send that one back to Tower and have them exchange mm-hmm. it for a gear diff and just pay the difference. So I'll have two gear diffs, so I'll build one with recommend recommendation of a setup from somebody and then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to put some absurd weight fluid in the other one and well, that's what Joel was saying <clears throat> is is do a, like a huge like put 3000 in one and 30000 in another yeah just to really so see the you difference can actually see what the difference is yeah. between the weights yeah you know and then shorten that gap later you know maybe go to a 8000 and a yeah. 20,000 and then you know say okay I like the 8,000 better than the 20 you know yeah yeah Figure try and find the way. where you like it but we'll I mean see. I can understand where the ball diff is easier because all you got to do is tighten the screw right so yeah yeah but the 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 problem is is the kind of racing we do is extremely hard on ball diffs you're you're oh, you're yeah. rebuilding them and then if it loosens off then you're you're probably going to roast the balls for sure you'll be lucky if you don't melt the the actual gear itself from the heat mm-hmm. you know so it's one of those things we haven't had a major malfunction of a of a of a ball diff yet but it's just gear diffs mm-hmm. seem to be the way to go when it comes to high traction so yep no definitely no yeah no should be should be fun so we'll see we'll see how it all goes Ooh, excuse me i had a little burpee there are you excited to talk to chris i am dude i, yeah. I like i've talked to him through like uh facebook messenger a lot Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never actually had a chance to like uh, interview him. And I know after I'd went to Vegas, I was super stoked about trying to have him on. And he said, "Yeah, I'd love to be on." And then, of course, you know, just time got away from me, and you know, everything else happened all in between that. So it was finally one of those. Wait a minute! Now's the opportune time to get a hold of him and have him on again. So kind of, kind of worked out perfectly, I think. Pretty mm-hmm. sure. So gonna have him on yeah i'm super excited i can't wait to talk to him but yeah i don't know been seeing anything new on live rc there bro um i haven't really been looking at live rc but i've been keeping a close eye on things going on at uh the track there oh at rc tracks las vegas isn't that incredible (laughs) i couldn't even think of the name (laughs) i've got too much going on here all at once but yeah man that just it looks nice you know it's big i just yeah I know. It's going to be cool to watch. I can't wait to watch uh, everything on Live RC. Yeah. You know what's going to happen, though? Mm. <laughs> like, it always happens. Right when we're both digging it and talking about it, we're both going to have the, did you just freeze? Yeah, mine just froze. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched something live on Live RC, so. Oh, I just, I love it. I cannot wait to see what this track looks like come the fo- like the the the, the A mains and mm-hmm. the finals of 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 worlds. It's gonna be friggin' incredible. Yeah, as it gets beat up and yep. torn up and yeah. And I love the way they did the turf in between. Like, oh, dude, I can't yeah, wait to talk no, to Chris about it. 
the blue the blue turf just looks amazing. Yep. The whole track does. Like now that it's built, it's just it's incredible. Yeah, no, it really is uh coming along and I'm starting to see like posts coming from oh now I'm getting a Facebook phone call. Who's I'm calling you from Facebook? Decline that at the moment. Hmm. Are you popular? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> I think I can hear my kid talking through my microphone. Oh, really? I can. I know I can hear mine upstairs sounding like they're about to rip each other's faces off. But no, oh. <laughs> have another one, bro. You'll love it. It'll be great. Uh, no, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going for you, Kyle? Oh, good. What good. <laughs> uh, Hang on, I'm logging into Facebook on my computer. Uh oh, you're not even on there yet? No. What's Facebook? I'm just what is this Facebook <laughs> no thing kidding. you speak? Yeah, of? no, the only thing the only way Kyle could ever talk to, to, to Dre was through Facebook and then he went and got off Facebook. Oh. Painful. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, well, I've got my reasons. I hear you. Oh. You tagged me in a it post. A Facebook can be awful. It really can. That physio's starting to kick in. Is it? Mm-hmm. How many hours did you get before it started? 30 oh minutes. My. Been under 12 hours. Nice. Well, hey, it's better than like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So I think what we're going to do, though, is we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back with Chris, and we'll have the little chat with Chris. And then after that, then we'll come back, and maybe we'll talk about a couple of couple of product, products I've seen on, uh, on the live RCs and on the uh, Facebook Sure. And we'll go from there. So uh, let's take a little break. We'll be right back. Are you looking for the ultimate traction for on-road or off-road carpet racing? Do you want to spend less of your RC budget on tires? Look no further than Gone Banana Racing Skins. At Gone Banana Racing Skins, we make custom foam tires that others simply won't do. We specialize in 10-scale racing foam tires, Speedrun, X-Max, 8-scale, Podbuster, or any other RC rim that can be wrapped in foam. At Gone Banana Racing Skins, customer service and satisfaction is our number one goal. We stand behind our products and service beyond that of any other manufacturer. Gone Banana Racing Skins, doing custom foam tires others won't do. It's the MBM Podcast. We are back from our short little break here. We have our guest on with us this evening. The one, the only, in my opinion, has the coolest outdoor facility in North America. Of course, that's in my opinion. Chris Toko. Uh, Chris, I want to say thank you very much for coming on the MBM Podcast. And, uh, of course, it's no, uh, no surprise. I had the wonderful ability to visit your facilities there a little over a year ago. And I I can definitely say it's the best facility outdoor wise in North America. It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the the compliments. And uh, yeah, it's an honor to be on this with you guys. I'm glad we were uh, finally able to get some time where our schedules lined up. But uh, yeah, we're we've been working our butts off out there, and 
what you saw last last year when you're at the facility um, was nice, but you know when you see what we're doing for Worlds, it's a whole nother level. So it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was telling my wife as I looked at her, I said, "Hey, you know, you want to go to Vegas again, right?" She goes, "Yeah, why?" I'm like, "Well, let's just go like the first week of October to Las Vegas." She goes, "Okay, why?" I'm like, "Oh, no reason whatsoever." She goes, "There's a big race there or something, isn't there?" So she she's yeah, keyed into yeah. it already. Well, that's the excuse, you know. It's uh, you know, we're, we're fortunate to be so close to the strip and and central to Las Vegas that. Um, you know, Roar and Ithmar obviously saw that too, um, and it's kind of crazy. You know, you're in Las Vegas, and we have this this facility that's in a million pieces still, and we weren't even uh, we weren't even close to being built. And I said, Ah, screw it! I'm gonna bid, I'm gonna bid on World. I'm gonna put a really cool package together. And and I think um, you know, we obviously had a lot of help from some people that uh, believed in us, but but uh, you know, to be in Las Vegas, it's it's everyone's excuse to, you know, to come to our track. It's like, well, let's make a little vacation out of it and let's uh, bring the wife and the kids. I know a lot of racers are bringing their wives and kids for Worlds. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's cool to be that close to a huge vacation destination and then also have a, an awesome RC track wrapped into that, that city too. Yeah, absolutely. Like when when I – like a friend of mine probably about six to eight months beforehand – had went to Vegas and he ended up going to the 710 um, because I don't think you guys were quite open yet when he went. So he went to 710 Raceway and he got to run when back when they were dirt indoors. And you know, he ranted and raved about all oh, getting to run, but no, they don't rent cars no more. So when we finally made plans to go to Vegas, I said to my wife, I said, I'm bringing my RC car. And uh, you guys had just opened around the time we were planning and had the, you know, the ribbon cutting with Ty Tessman and all those guys. And, and I said to my wife, I said, okay, I got two places to pick from 710. Or RC tracks, and for whatever reason, that outdoor facility. After looking at them, okay, I gotta go to RC. I gotta go to RC tracks, Las Vegas. I have to. So, had to de- had to decide what ten scale to drag all the way to Las Vegas with me. My, you know, my wife's friends and and my friends were saying, "You're seriously bringing one of your toy cars to Las Vegas?" I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Of course I am. It's my vacation too, right?" So, exactly. It, it was it, it was awesome. Even even Mike, you know, I know I know Mike wish he probably could have came too. We would have had a blast no. with the two of us, but. You know, I got, like I said, it was just, it was great. I got to run on the 10 scale track. It was, you know, a fun setup. And, you know, Eddie had come out and he watered it for me for a while. And I thought the grip was ridiculous without water. He put water on it. I'm like, holy, what the hell just happened? So it was. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We have kind of the best of everything. We've got the, the city right there, but then we got 10 scale track, 8 scale track. You know, it's, it's pretty much, you know, and it's funny. Most people will, uh, they want to come to Vegas to go to the clubs or, gamble or whatever but then you know the rc guys they like hey man let's go to vegas you guys do the club thing and go hang out by the pool i'm bringing my car i want to go run it you know run at our facility so yeah. it's like we just added one more thing that you could do in vegas yeah yeah for sure no like i said so i gotta know though chris what suckered you into the vortex called rc to this wonderful hobby that we all love <laughs> to hate so much sometimes um, you know, it's, it's just a love for the, for the industry. And I have a lot of great friends. Um, I don't know if you know, just briefly my background, I used to race motocross professionally and travel the country racing. And this was like the second best thing to race in motocross. Um, so then I, I'm actually really good friends with Jared Tebow and I traveled to all the races with him and just really got sucked into the, 
the eight skill um, off road stuff. Uh, I think the first time I ever drove a car, I drove Greg Degani's Kyosho, and he had just won the world. And so I was pumped to, you know, get into that side of. I just thought it was mini motocross, you know, and I didn't have to get hurt. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, my background too is building motocross and supercross tracks. I have a ton of tracks I've done all over the world for all the top racers. Um, so it kind of just merged the two into it. And, you know, I, I thought maybe if we did it right, we can make a little money. If not, you know, we could at least try to break even and have something cool in Vegas for, for everybody. And, um, you know, and then it started getting me, me and, uh, a, a, now a friend of mine before this was just a acquaintance that I'd met, um, David, we, we got together and, uh, he, we ended up partnering up on this thing. And, and, uh, once we, we got together with it and we said, okay, you know, it's supposed to be just this little track and, you know, we'll see how it does and build it up from there. And we got excited and built what we ended up building. And, and then I said, well, shoot, this is like a world-class facility. Let's bid on the world. Next time we get a chance to is, uh. I think 2024. So um, it's just kind of everything. A, a love for it. You know, my partner's a, an RC enthusiast and races. He's probably got more time on the track than I actually do. Um, so, you know, just coming together with a guy that has uh, equal vision, I guess, I guess you could say. And, um, you know, we made it happen. And, it, you know, it's, it's fun. It's been pretty cool since then. We've had a lot of learning experiences, ups and downs. And, you know, we hosted Silver State. The first year we hosted that was like 550 entries. So, you know, right off the bat, we, we did some pretty cool things for Las Vegas and RC. Right on. Right on. Amazing. Isn't it, though, Mike? Like, think about yeah, it. It really is. Like, the, this guy is doing everything you and I want to do. Like, this, oh, tell me you know what it. I mean? I like, <laughs> So, Chris, take us down the road of, you know, thinking about hosting the worlds and, and kind of the process of bidding for it and, and, you know, getting it and all the emotions and whatnot that goes with that? Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a crazy story because like I said, when we, um, we had all the renderings for the driver's stand and all the stuff that we were going to do to build the facility. And then I just threw in another, another thing to add to my plate and like, let's bid on worlds and let's see if we can get it. And I had a lot of people tell me, you're crazy, there's no way, you know, your, your driver stands in like 100 pieces and you're not even, you don't even have the permits to put it together yet. And I just said, hey, what's the worst that they could say? They could say no, right? Or they could say, hey, it's Las Vegas. I just, I said, man, I, I mean, I could take a picture of where the driver stand's going to be and it's the airport and the background, the background of the airport is the strip. So how could they not take me serious? So I put together a really cool bid and, um, and just, you know, I knew I was going up against a main and I knew I was going up against the guys in, uh, in Texas, but we have something that they don't. And that's centrally located in one of the most popular tourist destinations you can possibly be. Um, so, you know, that was like, okay, let's, let's go for it. Let's try. And, you know, then I kind of started hearing things from some people inside of Roar, and I was like, well, hey, I think they're actually taking me serious. You know, I, I put together, I took a lot of time to, to make a professional bid, and and then I kind of started hearing a little more, and then, I, hey, they're leaning towards, you know, Vegas. I'm like, no way, this is, like, this is crazy. Like, I'm in the middle of trying to get my facility built and open, and, you know, in two years I have the chance to host this race. Like, that's, that's pretty cool. Um and then I finally, about a month before Messina, uh, Italy's world, 
they said, hey, we're going to announce the host city uh, or the host track for the 2016 Worlds, and, and uh, you got it. And I remember that uh, that phone call from Steve Merck, the president of Roar, and I was just like, no way, this is this is awesome. This is an honor for for one, and two, it's this underdog kid coming in and taking out a main and taking out the the big track in in Texas, and <laughs> our facility's still not built yet. So it was it was a pretty cool story, um, you know, from there. And then we got built and up and running, and you know, people are saying, oh. They're not even going to be open in two years. Roar is so dumb to let them, uh, you know, let them host it when they haven't even hosted a big race yet. But they didn't understand who I am and what my experience is. Um, I've done I've done events. I've built tracks. I've, I've done it pretty much what I'm doing right now, uh, you know, in the phase of building for Worlds. I've done it many times just on the motocross side. Um, I've built uh, the Glen Helen uh, the pro motocross national a couple years in a row. And so I knew what it would take, you know, it's not like I just went in blind, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then, then we hosted a couple big races. We had silver state, um, you know, like I said, first year was 550 entries. So, you know, world's only wow. hosted 234 entries. So, you know, if I could have a couple big races under our belt, we learned a lot the first year, you know, hosting some races and, and learning there. And, um, you know, and then now it's like, you know, to shut the facility down for a month, to be out there, you know, actually building the track for Worlds. And, you know, I don't know if you guys have seen the pictures that I've been doing on Facebook, but... Friggin' right. Most definitely we have. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny on that end, it's, um, you know, originally I I just wanted... There was kind of some rumblings that we were were supposed to be closed like two months or something before the race so that there was no unfair advantage... Um, because of the way that like the European and Japanese tracks kind of have a permanent track. Well, in the U.S., it's so demanding from our racers that we have to change the tracks every, I mean, if it was up to the racers, it would be every month, but we just couldn't afford that. Um, so I really, the first post I posted, it was just to show, hey, look, the track is completely leveled and the dirt's piled up. There's no advantage. And people like flipped out. So I said, well, it might be kind of cool to do you know, uh, a timeline or like a day by day progress report. And it's like our Facebook page has gone crazy and, and the, the likes and comments are all positive And it's pretty awesome to see that. So, you know, and then gearing up, we've, we've actually had a pretty light crew. Um, I thought maybe the Vegas guys would be a little bit more excited to, to want to help out and, uh, you know, put, put their hand in, um, you know, building the track and the carpet and all the stuff that we've been doing. Um, and be a part of building worlds, but you know I've had a, a group of really really good guys, and we're all we're all working our butts off to to make it you know what it what it's going to be, and it's a you know it's also an honor to be able to host this race and represent the USA block of Roar and do a good job. You can't just say you know oh, it's just an RC race or oh it's off road just you know throw it in there and leave it let it get rough or whatever people's comments are you have to have that kind of, uh, you know, the honor and the privilege mentality that you're lucky to have this and I'll never get to host this race again. Um, so I better do a good job with it. So we've just been going the extra mile. Um, you know, I have to thank all of our sponsors that jumped on board because we raised a pretty decent chunk of cash to be able to, to spend, you know, to spend some money on it. And, you know, we've got showgirls, you know, Vegas showgirls coming to the, the awards banquet and, 
we're going all out. I don't know if you guys seen the trophies that have LEDs. No, like, those light, are, I was just awesome. going to say, I was just <laughs> looking at them on Facebook. They look so awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it's How do I get one without racing? Wanna, <laughs> we want to personalize it and customize it and make it what it should be. Um, it's going to be an event inside of a serious race. So the fans will have something to take away from it, and, and the racers still have a very serious race to attend. Um, but you got to put on a little bit of a show for the fans and have something a little bit bigger than just uh, just an RC race, you know. So, yeah, we've been working hard. So it's it's coming along, and we got another week about to put everything together. So now it's just cleaning and hanging banners and doing the final touches to make it look really nice. Well, awesome. what what's funny is I seen the pictures when the pavers went in, and it didn't occur to me that the pavers were in the track when I first seen them. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, because, you know, Mike and I are both friends with, with Kenny. Uh, we're, we're both MKS, um, avid users, drivers for all intensive purposes, because that's the only servo we'll either, either of us will <laughs> use. But so we kind of see all that stuff. When I seen the pavers, I'm like, oh, right on. That's cool. And then you posted some other pictures of the whole track and went, oh, those went in the track. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we had to have a little little Euro flair to the track. <laughs> uh, not not much. I wanted it mostly dirt, but we had to have a little bit of a, a Euro, you know, world type of flair to it. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. And then, you know, I was commenting to Mike. I was looking at the pictures. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I love the blue in all the <laughs> non-race. It's like, oh, my, it just, I know how yeah. nice the facility is. Like when it was the way it was over a year ago, and I know we've obviously you've done a lot more to it between now and then, getting ready for the worlds. So I could just imagine what this place is going to look like. It just it kills me. I couldn't manage to get there again right at the right time. Yeah, live RC is going to be there, so they're going to do a pretty pretty cool uh, some cool coverage. We have um, we broke the track up into segments, so there's actually it, there's four segments, so it'll show. Uh, you know, sector times and pit in and pit out times. So, you know, it's not the same as being in Vegas and at the track and watching it firsthand, but, you know, they're going to do a good job and it'll be, you know, it'll be broadcasted really well. It'll be just as nice without having to be there and deal with this insanity, I suppose. Oh, yeah, we're going to... We're gonna have air horns for sale in the in the hobby shop right oh, before the main event. <laughs> it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a real event. It's gonna be pretty rad. Right. What um, um, what kind of numbers are you expecting, like spectator wise? Um, it's kind of tough to tell because, I mean, it's gonna obviously be the most highly spectated worlds in history. It's already we've already done some milestones. Um, were the the most entries ever for a world event. Um, the previous was like they used to cap it at 180, and if Mark kept contacting me and said, "Hey, the demand is crazy for this race. We got to up the entries," and then up the entries again, and they said, "Okay, we got to cap it at 234, but we're going to have this special race in where it's kind of like a, I don't know if you're familiar with Supercross. Back in the day, they used to have day qualifiers to just get into the night program, so it's kind of similar to that. Um, so it, you know, I think it's going to be pretty big. I think I, I'm guesstimating about, you know, 1,500 people on the property, you know, for, wow. for throughout the nine days, you know, Wowzers. over and over and over. Yeah, I mean, I had guys, right when we won the bid and we announced it, a guy contacted me from Canada, and he said right when they, right when we announced that we were the host, uh, he booked a party bus for, like, 15 of his buddies to drive <laughs> down from Canada, and they've had their hotel booked, and they're going to, 
party in Vegas and come watch the world. And, you know, I've got people coming from all over the world um, just to spectate. So it's pretty crazy. I, I mean, it's it's going to be packed. So I have I had to do, like, fencing to fence off and credential access only for the pit area. I mean, it's, it's like a miniature Supercross is kind of how I'm setting it up. That's awesome. And how big of, a, like, a crew do you have day in and day out getting ready for this like number wise and you know what do you will you have through the through the weekend while while the races are running well during the race i'll have about 20 guys on staff um but building this it's been crazy i mean i've only had at the most at once i think we've had five or six guys out there helping us oh wow so it's been a crazy skeleton crew um we've had some volunteer guys uh just like today, Johnny Morrow and and, uh, and um, Mike Christian and Brandon Christian's been working for me. So a couple local racers, um, and then Troy, he's like our right hand guy out there that can build anything with wood or you know the archway that you see. He built that thing. So it's not a ton of guys, but we're getting it done. It's, and it's not uh, unmanageable. It's just you know we're all having to step up and work hard. So. Um, it's kind of crazy, but you know, like I said, it's coming together. We all work real well together. And, and, uh, you know, I heard, you know, there was, uh, a mains track. They said they had like 50 people on staff when they were building. And I'm just thinking, man, if I had, if I had 10, <laughs> it would be so much easier, but you know, it, it is what it is. We're, we're making it happen. So we have about four or five guys a day helping. And then, uh, we, we have about 20 guys on staff for the, the entire week. That's awesome. It's kind of sounds like us up here. It's funny because you try to just run club racing and sometimes you feel like everything is put on your, your shoulders and it sounds like it doesn't matter whether it's club racing or all the way up to the, the, the top, like uh, running something like the worlds. It just seems to be everyone yeah. wants to, everyone wants to play, but no one wants to put the work in to get to play, I guess is kind of the way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> but they're sure That's willing accurate. to tell you what they think it needs to be done. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. They'll give you their opinion. Okay, can you show me how? Oh, no, I got to I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I got to go. So, yeah. But no, like I, I said, the, the guys that are out there are busting their butts and they're making up. I mean, it's like they're working for three guys, you know. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool to see, you know, we're all in the trenches just doing it. And there's a few guys that get it. There's a few guys that say, man, this is world. You know, this is yeah, this is a huge opportunity for us to have it in our backyard and help with it. So it's really cool to see those guys um, step up. And Shannon Barr also is another one of my employees that, that you know, he was just really supposed to be a hobby shop guy. And now he's like running equipment with me and, uh, you know, pounding nails if he needs to or, you know, whatever he needs to do. It's just, uh, it's cool to see just, hey, whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. We got to get this thing done. Can awesome. we go to Vegas, Mike? Uh, yeah, let's go. Can you go? Can you go ask <laughs> your dad a for a small you, loan? <laughs> he's he's got a shovel. <laughs> I'll come and shovel. A, no kidding. Hey, Kristen. You, just like you, I you said before, our... when you were looking for a, a race director for that one night, you pay for the flight. I'm there. No problem. Done. I was gonna say we'll, we'll <laughs> do all the shoveling you need. You just get us there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so you had mentioned earlier, Chris, uh, about sponsors. Um, who uh, who's all sponsoring this race? Yeah, I'd like to, I mean, thanks for that opportunity to, to thank these guys. Um, Proline actually just jumped on as title sponsor, so that was, I mean, a last minute. They pulled the trigger and made the decision. 
Um, Kyosho is also one of the top levels. Uh, so between those two guys, we, we thank them so much for, uh, you know, jumping on board and, and funding us with enough money to, you know, do the cool little things. And then uh, Robert Ibon at Upgrade has really helped us out with all that design and artwork and all the banners that you'll see when they get put up around the track. Um, Mike Moeller, Drew Moeller's dad from Fire Safety Systems, he's on board with the uh, Maxima or MX, the MX brand. Uh, AKA is on board, J Concepts, RC Car Action, uh, MKS Servos, like Kenny, he, he helped out with that to really push to, to have them become a part of it. Um, the guys that associated are awesome. They've always helped uh, me personally um, through the years and then also with the track. Uh, OS is on board. Uh, Fatava Motor Mission is actually a buddy of mine that, that races out at the track, and he was the guy that we sat down and uh, we sat in his office one day and uh, had a drink together. We're like, let's build a really awesome trophy, and he was the guy that we collaborated with, and he did all the, the metal work. And then uh, the Vegas sign that you see and the, some of the uh, the plates on the front of the trophy, a uh, buddy of mine, Stephen Hartlauer from Hartlauer Signs, um, he did all the stencil work and all the aluminum work. Um, Ahern Equipment jumped on, the, the manager over there, Todd. We've had a good relationship over the years. Um, and he jumped on to donate all of our equipment that we need. Um, so that's a huge help. I'm not looking at, you know, equipment hours or trying to get the equipment out of there so we're not being charged so I can really take my time and use the equipment. Um, and then KO Propo jumped on, too, as a, one of the smaller packages. But from ProLine to KO, I mean, the big package, the little package, they all really matter, and, and uh, we, we thank them a lot for, for jumping on there and helping us out. Right on. You know, I don't, I don't want to take away from those sponsors. But listen, Chris, in the future, if you ever need anything done locally uh, that involves vinyl wrapping, check out this kid named Chad Adams. I had an f- opportunity to meet him at your track when I was there. He was the only other guy that showed up that ran on ten scale track beside a guy that was on the eight scale track, and he went on to start up his own. It's called Rap Cities of Las Vegas. <clears throat> you need okay. to, you, if you need any vinyl wrapping stuff done, I'm telling you, you need to give him a call. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. Cool. He does some he does some wild stuff. I had to mention it because I know you're in Vegas and yeah he, he he enjoyed your facility as much as I did that day. So I'm just saying. Yeah, I always like including guys in the RC industry. You know that that uh, race or drive it at our track and uh, you know using their businesses as well as they use ours. You know. Right on. Well, Mike, do you got anything else for him? Um, no, not really. Oh, see, I told you it wouldn't just, keep you too too long, Chris. And I we know just let him talk, and he answered all the questions as he talked. Well, and, and let's be honest, <laughs> so the guy's been so damn busy the last you know couple of weeks, just busting his ass to build this track. And you know, like I said, I wish we could come and enjoy it and, and see. You, and eventually, we'll be back that way, and I'll be able to you know catch you at the track one day or something like that. But uh, you know, thanks again for coming on the show. We we appreciate it very very much. And of course, if you are in Las Vegas. You need to bring your butt over to RC Tracks of Las Vegas and check it out. I don't care if you're super into RC or only a little bit into RC. You need to go and check this facility out and see what a world-class facility has to offer. That's me saying that. These trophies are unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, guys. I really do appreciate the chance, and I'm glad we were able to make this work finally. And, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, hopefully you guys can make it out to the facility, and I'll actually be there that day and we'll get to meet up and, Maybe uh, trade some paint out on the track. 
<laughs> oh man, don't say that. Well, you're gonna have to bring a couple eight scales then, because I, I traveling across the country with one <laughs> might be a bit <laughs> difficult. <laughs> All right, we have rental cars. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> there we go. We'll figure yeah. it out. And, and that uh, was no if, yeah. if you end up with yeah, a spare one of these. Did, uh, oh. We do bachelor parties, and we did, uh, like, Scott Speed, the uh, rally cross driver. We did his uh, his championship party when he, he won the title in Vegas. So, yeah, i seen that. Yeah, we do all kinds yeah. of stuff. That was wild. Did you imagine yeah. a bachelor yeah. party? I think, I think what Mike was trying to get at, though, was that if, you know, if for whatever reason somebody doesn't claim their trophy, yeah, um, just shoot us a message. We'll work something yeah, out. Yeah, let, let, let us know how, uh, how we get our hands on it, because uh, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> We can replace yeah, the I number. Trophy guy, I was like, I, I said, man, we should have made me an extra one so I could have kept it. These things are cool. I don't want to give them away. <laughs> <laughs> even the even your plaques, like I'm just looking at them, like they're just they're awesome. Yeah, thank you. Just yeah, like I said, a lot of um, a lot of planning, a lot of I tried to forethink as much as I could to get a good idea of what this was going to take to actually put together. Um, but like anything, you could think and think and plan, and then once you get started, you know, you throw most of those plans out the window. But, you know, yeah, uh, with the shirts, you know, we have the event shirts that turned out really cool. We have the trophies that turned out awesome, the the plaques. We even have the um, the country plaques that, that we did, that um, Master Designs did for us in uh, in Arizona. So, yeah, there's, you know, there's so much stuff that, that as it starts to unfold and the race starts to, to actually start and we put everything out that we have kind of sitting and, and wait um it's going to look pretty rad once all the tents and all the cars are on the track and all the photos are taken and the videos and all the stuff that people are going to do so it's going to be pretty fun right can't on. wait to watch it yeah i was just going to say that if you're like mike and i and aren't going to be able to be there make sure you're all over liverc.com they're going to have coverage during the worlds and chris i wish you the best yeah, of luck man yeah, they're before we go. They're actually streaming it on uh, YouTube for free, um, Twitch, right on. Be on all the all the apps, so you can find it on any of those uh, <sighs> streaming apps. So we're gonna really pump it out there and see what kind of viewership, viewership we can get out of it. Yeah, well, we'll make sure to spread the word about it too from our end. So I love it. It's gonna be on YouTube. That means I can watch it from anywhere on my phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna get no <laughs> friggin' work done that whole week, <laughs> and my data charges are gonna be through the roof. But yeah, I'll manage. There you go. So you guys heard it here. Chris Toko from RC Tracks Las Vegas. Again, thank you very much, Chris, for coming on the NBM podcast. Make sure you guys uh, check out the, uh, check them out on Facebook. Of course, thanks to Live RC for, for showing all the race and, of course, all the sponsors sponsoring the race this year. And, Chris, I wish you the best of luck at the 2016 Worlds this year. I'm sure you've got the determination it's going to run uh, pretty good, and I can't wait to see what the track looks like come the finals. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for it. Can't wait for that track to get rough and bumpy and show mm-hmm. what a real off road track is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. Show the real uh, drivers from the uh, the 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 hard drivers, right? Yeah, absolutely. Pick the lines and change your lines as the race goes on mm-hmm. and the week goes on. It'll be smooth starting out, and hopefully, it just gets pretty hammered and real off road <laughs> like motocross track. Uh, love it, <laughs> love it. Yeah. Awesome, man. Again, yeah. thank you very much for coming on. We're gonna take a short break. We'll be back after the break and. Uh, Yeah, just let me find the pause button. (laughs) We'll be right back. Are you looking for a custom t-shirt, hoodie, pit mat, or even custom vinyl for your house or home? Look no further than Dutch Oven Designs. They take pride in giving you the highest amount of detail in your design that is possible. 
All this while offering their products at a reasonable cost. Dutch Oven Designs. Quality is just a standard for them. from our short little break there. I had to actually make sure the music was recording and playing before I did anything, so... <laughs> that was quite the choice in uh, song there, Matt. I love that song, bro. <laughs> you love I that kind. I've never heard it. Jamiroquai, Virtual Insanity, really? No. Oh, man. Not. I like that song. I like that it, kind. No comment. we got to keep this clean. Uh, I like that kind. Uh, you like that kind. What a great guy you've... that Chris guy no, is. No panhandler. What? I said, what a great guy that... Chris guy is. Oh, uh, Chris is awesome, dude. And uh, I cannot get out issues? to Las Vegas fast enough again and get there. Who's Chris? Yeah, you weren't here for that, were you? No. You you went and chooched. I'm always chooching. Chris Toko, owner of RC Tracks Las Vegas. Like oh. yeah. Hardest working man in RC right now. This oh. week. Oh my god. This week. <laughs> Probably the last month. Yeah, last month he's been working his <laughs> his took us off and he's gonna keep working you his took us off. He had to close down his facility to be able to get ready. Yeah. Well, because the, the big thing is, is he wants to make sure that nobody can say, oh, well, they got to practice there. Yeah. Oh, for you sure. Know, so the, the facility itself has been completely closed and uh, they've been, you know, building. And I'm pretty sure if you go online right now while you're listening to this, you should be able to see um, all the, fi- the finished picture, like the finished track, what, what what's happening. Racers are, are starting... Uh, if not already have arrived, uh, they're definitely going to be there this week. I know Ty Tessman actually just posted on Facebook today that he is on his way there. So um, I've seen a lot of guys talking about packing their bags and <laughs> getting ready to head down there. Yeah, and then, of course, our guy uh, Stefan Wilson over at Infamous Designs has been uh, busy working away and painting uh, bodies for a few people um, that are oh, going I to Worlds. He's been busy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Did you, did you see, Matt, on... Um, the RC Tracks Las Vegas page, they got those uh, pods. Uh, you have to go to their web page, but they're like little portable. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you see those things? Those are awesome. Little garage door. They got the, the, the truck there for lifting the mop, the little trolley. I was like, oh, that's so cool. We need something like that around here. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, I wish we could have any kind of... Yeah. Well, I'll oh. be honest with you. For us, we need an indoor facility. That oh, that yeah, way it's open our, year round, right? But just because of, because our, weather. of our weather, yeah. And and yeah, okay. So if we have an indoor facility, it'll definitely limit our ability to have um, nitro. But you can do nitro. You just need to make sure you have good ventilation. Good ventilation. But at the same time, there's places like RC Clubhouse that have an indoor clay track that they run eight scale buggies on, mm-hmm. like eight scale electric buggies. So it's 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 not outside the realm of, of possibility. And well, I bet you could even run the eight scale buggies on carpet. Really? You know what I mean? If they were properly... Oh, yeah. 
you know. Oh yeah. All the imagine foams. Oh on my gosh. Carpet on eight scales. Right. Oh my God. Right. That'd be insane. But, uh, no man, like I'm seriously. I was saying to Julie today. I was like, I'm getting to the point with things are grim up here. Obviously, with the way everything's looking, and we're clearly not going to be running anytime soon. Yeah locally and i'm just like man like i'm at the point where i'm ready to grab some carpet i don't even care what kind of carpet it is and literally put it on the ground <laughs> yeah. just whatever let it whatever happens happens and uh i don't oh my god i've got some carpet for you oh uh, the messages oh no that's Facebook. gross carpet we're not driving our cars on that <laughs> oh come on it's going well, outdoors i saw well, that's Facebook where i left my <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, those guys need to calm down. <laughs> I know. I uh, Okay, so I was scrolling Facebook here, and I saw a post, and I want to talk about this post because it's hilarious. Okay. Uh, Alborda from Skin Industries. Alborda, but yeah. Alborda, sorry. <laughs> so what up, Al? He puts a post, and it says this. <laughs> I think I know this which one this is. This is my little girl, Haley. Oh, boy, yeah, I read this one. I'm offer... To all out there, you see my any boys talking to her a hundred dollars if you knock them out. If it's a man over eighteen, it's three hundred. Good hunting, love you, babe. In other words, she's off limits for fourteen more years. I almost feel the need to cut out your eyes for looking at this pic. <laughs> and <laughs> it is quite the revealing picture of a fourteen year old. No, she's not sixteen like, now, dude. Now sixteen. Sorry, yes. yes. She's not inappropriately dressed, but no. yes, I could. Totally she was dressed for, for homecoming. He, I think in one of the, the comments he, he said that he had no <clears throat> no input whatsoever of the makeup, the outfit or anything like that because it was yeah, her you know homecoming. How it goes. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. He's, I just thought that was hilarious. I was like, Oh my god, this is something. Yeah, I love fo- following him on social media, you know. Uh-huh. And I had the fortune a couple of years back, uh, I was just I was all into Twitter a couple of years back and <laughs> I don't even know what prompted me to do it, but I ended up just like, you know, putting a tweet out there saying, you know, if you don't already follow at skin industries, whatever it was, right. You need to do it. And da, 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 da. Well, shortly thereafter, and I thought it was a gag at first, shortly thereafter on my Twitter account, I have this message saying, Hey, send me an email with your address and stuff like that. I'm going to send you out a shirt. I'm going, oh, well, what happened? I'm like, huh? So sure enough, I send it and everything like that. And, you know, funny enough, what brings it up to me and you bringing up Al brings it up as well as Kyle and I were in the garage last night and we find a box that actually, you remember those huge stickers he sent me, dude? Yeah. I still have some of those huge, because he sent me like 12 of these massive, <laughs> like 12 inch in diameter skin stickers. So it was just, yeah, it was funny. No, he's Which, a cool dude. I can't find them. What do you mean? I don't know where they are. They're in the box, on the they're shelf. Not, they're not in the box. Then what'd you do with them? I put them somewhere. Oh, uh, <laughs> you don't like that kind? I don't like that kind. Well, I, I hate they got to be in the garage somewhere. But uh, yeah, so Al will never hear it, but... Um, no. Thanks, Al. We, we should order some new shirts. <laughs> I know, because funny enough, the last time we ordered shirts were those black ones we ordered together. I know, black one. I got a blue one, too. And you had to have yours hemmed because they were too long for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mommy had to shorten them because they were like dresses. <laughs> but you look good in dresses. <laughs> Only for you, Kyle. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> Don't tease them. No, that's too funny. Uh, so, And that, that nice curly blonde wig that you put on? <laughs> <laughs> they call me Goldilocks. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, you know what I've seen on Live RC, bro? What'd you see? Team Trinity did this lipo factory 
or factory, yeah, lipo factory, like affordable lipos. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we've always been like the, you know. Cheapos? Well, not even the cheapos. We just, we like spending our money effectively, especially for us because, because the investment is so great for us because of how little we do get to race. You know, we don't want to spend a huge amount of money on mm-hmm. product that we don't use a lot. So we always try and find a good value in our money. And we have in a lot of stuff we've used, you know. But they come out, check this out. They got like a 4,300 milliamp hour 60C 2S shorty pack with five millimeter bullets. Like, so that's the bigger ones for 30 bucks. They got a 2S stick pack, like standard pack with five millimeter bullets, 5,000 milliamp, 35 bucks. That's better than SMC's pricing. Well, yay. I'm not saying these batteries are better, but five millimeter bullets, man, those are bigger bullets. Like, yeah, they're a pain in the butt. Yeah, because you bought packs that have that, don't you? One pack. One pack. That I have right now, and it's like, it, it is. You either just, I know they give you like the little adapters and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but, but it's just a pain in the cockpit. Well, the adapter pulls out with the other banana plug, and it just, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, and they're 60C too. I'm just, I'm on Trinity's website here. Yeah, like they're not bad batteries for the cost, like when you think about it, right? Like, they're really mm-hmm. not. I think you're going to see a lot more of this starting to happen. Well, when you think about it this way, and, you know, I'm not trying to compare, like, a, a low-end budget battery, which that's what I'm going with because that's kind of what they towed it as is, like, a you know what I mean, a, an entry-level budget battery. So, you know what I mean? So, I don't I don't want to come off like I'm trying to sound like compare. But anyway. Well, the, the, no, but Trinity has it labeled, worded I'm on their website, reading the thing here. Okay. In an it. effort to spend more time on performance-driven products which are economically affordable for racers who are not sponsored... Trinity is announcing its exclusive partnership with Lipo Factory in mainland China. And then it just goes on to talk what about the batteries that. are. But so, so when you when you compare that, what that what that battery is what, twenty nine ninety nine? Uh yeah, the uh forty three hundred sixty C shorty pack with yeah. five millimeter bullets. Yep. Yeah. So it's a forty three hundred and like for instance, I have two of the forty two fifty uh max amps shorties, right? That are mm-hmm. listed at eighty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that these batteries are even in the same realm because, you know what I mean, we, we both know that they they do spend, Max Amps does spend more money on their packs, and then there's um, an American that actually builds the pack when you order it for you. So that obviously le- brings the price up a little bit more as well. So, like, I'm not trying to compare them in the sense of, like, well, look at how expensive this one, how cheap this one is, but they're the same performance-wise. Because I've never ch- tried one of the Trinities. I'd have to put a Trinity in my car and go out and run it and see if it feels the same as it does with my Max Amps. For what we do, it might, for all I know. We'll test them. They can send them to us. So, what have you been scribbling? Um, Chuchin. Shopping list. Oh, shopping list. (laughs) For Project OD. (laughs) He's counting his... uh, Ick. Oh, Ick. (laughs) With a D at the beginning, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bacaw? Small basement Bacaw? type sliding windows. Okay. Bags of insulation. You Ooh. know what I was thinking about maybe trying to do? Because mm. apparently now you can rent a spray foam insulation thing. No, we're not spray foaming it. Why not? No. It'd be nice and warm. Expensive. Uh, I don't like that kind. We we do this on the cheap. Yes, you're right. Two by four economy plywood. Yeah, plywood's... That's really going to suck, especially since we're going to need thin stuff. 
Well, the thin stuff's cheaper than the thick stuff. Is it? Yeah. Welcome to the MBM podcast where we get sidetracked. <laughs> I was going to say where we... This is normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I was just interested to, to talk about those because they're calling them high performance, low cost. So if you're in the market for a shorty or a regular stick pack... Um, they have them both with uh, bullets and as well as they do have a stick pack that comes with uh, Dean's on it. Um, or it says N connector, I think, or D mm-hmm. connect. Yeah, Dean's connector. So you can uh, you can do that and then uh, check them out. I know J-Concept made a new fin reamer too. I'm not sure why they call it fin reamer. <laughs> Kyle is vaping into m- to balloons now. <laughs> nice. I want to, let's see here. There's nothing better than trimming a body, wing, or polycarbonate uh, item than having a fresh reamer. The custom 0 to 14 millimeter reamer design from J-Concept combines a sharp, durable tip with an aluminum handle, which is available in blue and black colors. The handle features an ergonomic shape with finned cuts. Yeah, that's why it's called a finned cut. Fair enough. Well, how it sounds like you're doing a commercial. Yeah, I'm not. I'm stopping reading now. <laughs> But yeah, check it out. It's a new body rumor if you're in the market for one. J Concepts. They make lots of cool aluminum and aluminum and stuff. Aluminum and aluminum. Yeah. But that's aluminum. about all I got. Do you do got anything make, else? Do they make anything I can use? Uh, I bet you they do. <laughs> oh. Sweet. Hey, I know a guy that can cut. Oh, they didn't leave any hardware in your back, eh? Nope. Nope, did they did. did uh, uh, only bone fusion. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I know a guy that can color the titanium in your back. <laughs> We just had to take it out and reinstall it. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe if you have to have it done, you can we can send it off to Bubba and have Bubba's bling. Have Bubba blinged. How about have your have your titanium for your back, Bubba's? Blinged. But nobody's ever going to see it. Ever. So, well, when you die, <laughs> and decompose, <laughs> and exhume maybe my body, take, maybe they'll take oh, it out Brody. and use it on someone else. Oh, maybe. Heard a weird, mm, yeah, that that is a possibility. Save money, recycling. It is recycling. <laughs> oh, that'd be just wrong. No, no, they went cheap and just kind of laid some bone over top of everything, and, <laughs> and then kind of some stick some super glue some in there. Right? Glue and Reedy came out with some new batteries. Those zappers. Yeah, yeah, I was just seeing that too. Flat discharge curve, low resistance, five millimeter sockets. Dude, stop that. <laughs> so they make them into capacitize. And now this whole 7.6 volt thing is coming full force, too. Oh, it's so stupid. That's what we need to make. What? 100C. Hmm. Sorry, ADHD just kicked in. That's pretty cool, though. They're pretty cool-looking batteries. Yeah, I see. Like, I was looking at them, too, myself. Like, they're they're pretty simple. Like, the case is different on them, and it has Reedy embossed in it like most of the Reedy cases do. But, yeah, they're, no, they're, uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. I don't like the idea of the 7.6-volt. Holy, he just blew up a balloon. <laughs> I was going to say, that was either a balloon or I was going to go with the microphone on. And now i got to spit all over. That's so gross. Stop it. Disgusting. <laughs> uh, yeah, these, whatever they're calling these new <clears throat> lipo, I can't remember what uh, ProTech called them. But you can charge the charge them to 
4.25 volts, is it? 4.35 a cell. I'm liking that to build a wicked box mod. <laughs> but what they do put, uh, like, I know I've read a few of the things that talk about these 8.7 volt batteries. Yeah. <clears throat> and what a lot of them are talking about is, you know, they're good, like, if you're bashing or you're trying to, <clears throat> you know, do speed runs was kind of the other thing because obviously more voltage means more RPMs, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and the big thing that they were talking about was, you know, any Aurora sanctioned event or IFMAR event will not allow you to run at 4.35 volts a cell. It's got to be the 4.2. Yeah, yeah, which, like I said, it just, it just makes me now, nervous. Like, the other thing is, is there, there's nothing that stops you. And if you technically read documentation for LiPo batteries, they are good up to that voltage. Even your regular SMC pack. The 4.2 and the 3.2 volt marks, you know what I mean? How that's kind of the, the one volt up and down kind of thing. But that's like the happy place for them. That's so when the you... safe. That's right. That's the safe zone guaranteed you're going to get, you know, 150 charges. 150 so how, how did those packs of yours fare when you were charging them? They're a still good. They're still good. They're smaller as can be because I think they probably have stretched the plastic of the packs out to all can be. Yeah, like push it kind of pushed the limits, right? You're pushing them. And I and I think what That's what, what makes me nervous, is, right? Is I'm sitting beside a guy that's pushing the limits of these battery packs over and over again. And and from uh, discussions I've had with Tim, because Tim's obviously a you know, a Maxams guy and he has lots of conversations yep. with those guys. Is the thing all that Tim can think is that they're doing with them is they're making the actual bag that surrounds the battery thicker out of a more thicker material so you're able to get away with it without having that potential you know what i mean which makes sense well, if they put a thicker material on it right it would make it more durable i'm, trying to do a, I'm doing a quick search here while we're talking because i'm trying to find one of protex because they had the actual description right of what it was so they okay this is a supreme power No, that one doesn't have it. Where the heck is it? I was just looking at it today, too. I hate that when you're looking at something and then you can't... Okay, here it is. High voltage capable. This specially formulated battery features LIHV technology. So, are they just... Instead of putting LIPO, are they just changing it to LIHV to make it sound better? So, let's just take this while we're live here and let's do a google search of what LIHV technology means oh look rc groups hyper reality Ooh, wow this is a long post <laughs> <laughs> on the new blah 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 my initial analysis from the discharge graphs and internal resistance measurement posted below So there's actually, I am very surprised at the nearly 17% increase in available capacity when charge voltage is increased from standard LiPoly 4.2 to LiFe or whatever you want to call it, LiHV 4.35 volt. Frankly, I was oddly disappointed in this as my initial interpretation was to simply charge to standard LiPoly voltage. So what's he saying? I'm very surprised. 
Doobie doo. So uh, yeah, so what, that. So, no, no, so no, what he's yeah. saying is, is he charged them to right. the regular four point two volts, but he got a seventeen percent increase in capacity just by using the the LIHV packs at four point two volts hmm. versus the non like. Some of these are so he's using hypersyn sixty uh, energy hyper. So he's kind of convert change it against. You have to read the whole thing here, but I mean that's an interesting kind of analysis right from the beginning is to see that he's getting a better runtime out of the HV packs over the other ones. Right. Yeah, but the question is though, in order to to me in order to do a proper test like that, you need to buy brand new packs of both varieties. And char- try them right off the hop, right? Because well, that's you- kind of what this guy did. Oh, okay. I wasn't I'll sure. I'll you this link, and you have to read it. And we okay. can revisit this after we maybe do a little bit of, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. research no. into it. Yeah, no, we can We're kind of do- just talking out of the behind right now. Yeah, no, no, no. I-, I like that idea. That's definitely something to do. I'll send you this link here to this guy that did all this stuff. Yeah, right. But it is. It's one of those things where, number one, okay, so what charger out there supports going to 4.35 volts? I know mine do because I can force them to. I can tell it, charge it yeah, up to this. Yeah. Your regular ProTech charger, I don't think you can do that. Can yes, you? I think I can. I'm pretty freaking sure. So they might have had that thought ahead of time that you can kind of push them up to that. So that's the first thing, right? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I can tell it what end voltage to end charging. 17%. Think about that. That's quite a bit doesn't sound like a lot, but if Buddy really was able to get 17% more runtime out of it, mm-hmm. 17% of, let's just say you're having a hard time making a seven-minute main, and all of a sudden now you've got a battery that's going to give you 17% more percent, guess what? Well, but that's just it, right? Like, Right, I don't know that off the top of my head, but a good old calculator here on my computer will tell me that uh, 17% of seven minutes... Is another minute and 20 seconds. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, but that's just it, right? That's that little bit if you're struggling to get through those races. And look at the problem I had with the 4x4, right? I was using the SMC 5600s, and then I used that ProTech 4600, I think. So mm-hmm. it, was 100, it was 1,000 milliamps less. I couldn't get through the end of a race. That 1,000 milliamps was enough to actually say, holy cow, you can't get through that race. Yeah, I remember that, no, too. No, the 4 by 4 short course truck, I mean, those things are monsters. So it, it does make sense. Especially that SC10 that I got with the Exotec 40-pound <laughs> aluminum chassis on it. I like that aluminum chassis. Oh, that aluminum chassis is awesome. But I'd have to anyhow. look, but I'm pretty sure the Charger does, because I remember somebody telling me about it. <clears throat> I'm sure there's an option there, because... Is that firmware updatable, that one? Mm, I don't think so. I know ProTech kind of spells it out outright that you got to have a charger that is capable and blah, 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 and make sure this and that. And I don't know. It just it seems kind of... I'll agree with you 100%. We kind of understand what we're doing when you do something like that. There's a lot of people out there that don't quite well, get it. right. And like you said, all of a sudden you're at the track, some guy's charging to 4.35 volts, forgets that the pack that he just plugged in doesn't go to that, all of a sudden charges a regular LiPo, and uh, like you said, kaboom. Well, that's just it. 
But it's no and, different and, than when you got somebody beside you that's, you know, charging at 60 amps to, you know, get the most out of their stock car. <laughs> right? Who did that? Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, I don't see there's any need to do that. I can see... So a lot of people, I think, have gotten confused when they see, like, these... Tri- so I have a 4010 Duo, right? The thing can do, what is it, 40 amps a channel or 70 amps if you combine them. Yeah. Now, somebody would say, what the heck would you ever need to charge at 40 amps? Um, give me a 10-cell LiPo pack, and you can charge at 40 amps. Because, really, depending on the pack, you might only be charging at 2C. Well, you know, so yeah, for, that's... Look, uh, look at the one I got for that quadcopter, Matt. It's a 10,000 milliamp hour 6-cell, I think. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I sent that to the wrong group. <laughs> now look what you probably started. Yeah, because that's, what, 22, yeah. Actually, we can talk to those guys about it. I guess we could, do. yeah. But. So, yeah. <laughs> do you think we're... I don't have any local news because I haven't really been paying attention to our local news. Apparently they found out who the mysterious, uh... Van Wanker Spanker? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> Wasn't anybody we know, Kyle, was it? No. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. I don't have much for local news. Uh, but we're going to continue on, I uh, guess, um, whatchamacallit there. We're going to bring back the music, because we didn't do it on the roundtable, but we'll have it at the no. end of the show. No. So stay tuned. Mike will somehow try to probably figure out how to squeeze six songs in, because... You know, originally we said we'll do three each, and then the last couple's like, I picked four, burp, 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 and it's like, I, oh, okay. Actually, I was thinking for one of them, I might play a whole album. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those ones where it's just, oh, it was so good. Very well. Then. It just goes on. The album <laughs> tells a story, and I'm like, oh. Uh, oh, boy. Uh-oh, what? See the one? Yeah, I think we can wrap it up for this one, and we'll just keep it short. Please search for suspects after a car hits cruiser. Oh, nice. shut up. We're oh, yeah. Approximately 2140. Sault Ste. Marie police contacted by the OPP. Assist with locating a vehicle heading towards Sault Ste. Marie from Iron Bridge. Described as an orange 2002 Ford Mustang. Vehicle had been taken without consent from Perth County. Also involved in a gas driveway at an earlier gas station oh my in Iron God. Bridge. Initially observed by city police on Trunk Road, traveling westbound at a high rate of speed, weaving in and out of traffic. 2216, police again observed the vehicle traveling eastbound on Wellington West to Carmen's Way and followed onto Huron Street and then a parking lot at Canada Customs on Albert West. <laughs> Great place to be acting like a fool. While in the parking lot, police attempted to stop the vehicle. The vehicle driver of the vehicle did not comply and continued to drive nearly striking one of the officers striking the cruiser in a parked pickup truck oh my god <laughs> suspect vehicle then exited the parking lot traveling westbound short time later located 400 block john street struck a parked car in a residential driveway <laughs> in a driveway <laughs> The occupants fled on foot. Information was provided by a witness that the two occupants exited the vehicle, ran northbound through backyard. 
400 block of John Street. Check the area. Negative results. The occupants of the Mustang have been identified as Ryan Anderson, male, 23, of Angus, Ontario. They're still looking for them. And Cassidy Keenan, Latimer, female, 21, of Innisville. They're still looking for these people. Yeah. And you know what makes me really nervous? So this when, when did this happen? Yesterday? Last no, night? two days ago. Oh, no. Yeah, two days ago. 26. Why would they release that today? Yeah, right? Okay, but here's the thing that bothers me about that. Today, my kid, what did my kid do, Kyle? What did my kid do this morning when she left my house? When did you, when you came to my house today? Uh, what, what was my side door of my house has been open all day. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, John Street isn't that far from my house. No. Oh my God. Both wanted for assault with a weapon, dangerous operation, motor vehicle, failed to stop the scene of an accident, flight from police. Well, there's your local news. Welcome to Canada, eh? <laughs> eh? It's okay. Some 17-year-old uh, was involved in a car accident in the area of 89 Pine Street. The male came into collision with a parked vehicle, causing substantial damage to both cars. It was found that the young person was in what officers believed to be... I don't even know how to say this. Mar Hannah? What the heck does that mean? The Where, accused was arrested for uh, possession of a controlled substance. Marahana. What the heck is Marahana? Marijuana. Marijuana? It's a different That's spelling. How you spell- I was going to say, I've never seen marijuana spelt like this. They spell it like that all the time. Marijuana. What's marijuana? (laughs) It is, too. It is, too. I have never seen that spelling of it. I was like, what is this? Hey, Mike, you want to go smoke some marijuana? M-A-R-I-H-U-A-N-A. It's like marijuana. 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 So the kid was 17. He was stoned on freaking weed. And, uh, yeah, he's going to appear on court. In court. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. I did not know that was the... Uh, oh, somebody got fired as a school bus driver. Yep. Huh. Wow. That's funny. Oh, well. Mara. Marahana. <laughs> Marahana. <laughs> you like that one, eh? Love it. Love it. <laughs> well, we could get into some more news about the investigation and dealings between SR and the Port no, of No, we're going to just... No, we're that good. out of it. We're going to cut so it? Bad. We'll just, yeah. That situation's bad. No. Now I'm do? looking for news. Police make arrest in motel room robbery. <laughs> yeah, finally. On September 23rd, city police arrested a male subject with several outstanding charges. Allegedly on August 4th, they accused Jody Edwards, age 25, was at the station mall and stole a baseball style hat. On August 16th, it is alleged that the accused blah 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 attended a local motel and broke into one of the rooms. The accused was accompanied by another person. The accused is alleged to have been wearing a mask. <laughs> the accused told the victim to cover his head with a blanket. Stole, stolen in this incident was electronic equipment, personal items, and a debit card. On leaving, it is alleged that the male told the victim not to call the police or they would hurt his family. Oh, that's that kid that was here. The hockey kid. The hockey yeah. Kid. And the motel or the hotel owner said, no, it's impossible. It never happened here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm glad they caught the mother effer. Yeah. That was crappy. Yeah. The, but the that was officer, nice. The yeah. police officer took him in. Took and- him in and got him all set up, got him all of the stuff he needed. And he made his tryouts. But I think he ended up getting on with Elliot Lake or something like that, right? 
Yeah, he didn't make the cut for here, but I think he got on somewhere else. I think else. They, they got him in on Elliott Lake or something. Elliott Lake or Blind River. Yeah. He was from Thunder Bay? I, I don't think. know. He was from way, way out there. Like yeah. way up north, yeah. anyway. Yeah, right on. Yes, more north than us. Yes, more north <laughs> than us, for it, sure. It does exist. I was going to say, it does exist, people. More well, I think us. it's about time for me to set up my dog sled. <laughs> Mush! Maybe get some... Uh, Maple syrup to drink on the way. Warm some of that up. Okay. Yeah, because you know we live in igloos. We do live in igloos. <laughs> and drink maple syrup. And we have pet moose. Hey, Sweet. I'm not your yeah, pet. Not, <laughs> I was going to say, we're talking to one right now, Kyle. <laughs> oh, that's right. We've got the talking moose. Yeah, the talking moose. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny, Mike? You, hey. you remember our buddy uh, Cajun? Yeah. Who compared us to the moose from Brother Bear? <laughs> so, yeah. So the other night, this is like two, three weeks ago. I had uh, we had uh, kiddos TV in our bedroom because we had taken it away because she was being <laughs> a rude little child, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> so I was going to bed really, really early, and I decided, well, I'm just going to turn the TV on, throw Netflix on, and watch something on Netflix. I couldn't find anything to watch. I turned on Brother Bear, <laughs> and uh, dude. <laughs> We were just having a moment. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, when those moose came on yeah. and they were talking. Hang on. Let me see if I can find it. You're Googling it? Yeah. Hang on. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm YouTubing it. I'm YouTubing it. You're slow tubing it? Yeah. Hang on. And if Matt ever gets onto it, I think we might have some vid- video coverage of uh, the final the goodbyes of, of the... The man of... The, Anna, the, the man, 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 man like. Twelve point two. Yeah, I think it was up there somewhere. Oh, what happened? Yeah, I'll have to edit edit happened? like a five minute video of it all together. Yeah, you're gonna have to post that. <laughs> Something. Yeah, I could do that. That was pretty so, good. Throw a little tribute that, right? out there to Man Van. I couldn't have put the GoPro in a better spot on my back oh. of my truck though. Oh, that was perfect. It was good. So you're telling me you didn't need them and you have no idea where they are? Oh, hey, hey, you. You just talked. Yeah, yeah, just the back away. Real slow, like. How'd you do that? <laughs> Don't make me turn this formation around. Hey, wait, 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 wait. C- come back. I'm trying to find where the lights... What's he getting all worked up about, eh? Gee, I don't know. Maybe the goose pooped on him, eh? Hey. <laughs> oh, gee, I think he's looking over here. Oh, oh. Let's beat it. This no, way. No, 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 this way. Oh, Thank you very much. Okay, just stay oh, still, eh? Hey, Someone doesn't know oh, how to geez. use their board. Seen it, say, now what? Act like we're not here. Oh. Oh, we're not here. No, because this. Yeah. Doing, eh? Anyway. Don't say anything. I've never had that happen. Excuse me. Please don't eat us. You wouldn't like us, eh? We're really gaming. Yeah, eat Hooper brains over there. Oh, nice, eh? Pine cone breath, crusty tail, twig legs, big nose. Sorry. You went too far that time. Okay, I'm sorry. For guys, guys, yours as big as mine. I'm not eating. Any- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just yeah. I, anyway, Cajun. it's one of those you have to see it to know. Well, it's just yeah. It's a, it's a funny movie. If you haven't seen it, it's a Disney movie. If you have kids, it's called Brother Bear. Put it on. Watch it with them. And when those two moose come on, and the 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 one I like the most is when he calls him a hoofer. <laughs> you hoofer. <laughs> 
But I think that'll be it for us on this episode of the NBN Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Of course, thank you to all the wonderful people that are involved in RC that give us something to talk about. Mm-hmm. And to you, we thank you. And stay tuned for some music from Mike and myself. And Mike's calling somebody on Skype, apparently. No, I'm getting a call. Oh, okay, cool. Well, that's it from us. So we'll talk to you later. We're out. Alrighty. I'm just uh, about to play the music here from Mike. And, uh, of course, I wanted to remember to just uh, let everybody know that we do do our best to give you edited music so that way you can play it wherever you are, whenever you are, however loud you'd like. Uh, But, unfortunately, sometimes we just can't make that happen. So listen with caution. There may or may not be swears. If you are in an area that uh, may not be friendly to it, um, just uh, turn it down a little or put some headphones in. But uh, thanks for listening either way. All right, guys, it's Mike here uh, with this week's music. This week we got Body Bag by Six Cycle, Every Time by Bass Nectar, Got Whip by Point Blank, and Well Oiled Machine by Terra Vita. Hope you guys enjoy it and talk to you soon.
Alright. I think this time. Oh, it looks like it. I got sound waves. <laughs> that works. Alright, so those were Mike's tunes. Uh, just a reminder, I had it open here what his music was, but of course I don't have it in front of me anymore. Uh, so yeah, Body Bag, Every Time, Got Whipped, and Well-Oiled Machine. I didn't listen to any of them. I literally copied and pasted it into the show. Um, and uh, I quickly went ahead and uh, selected three songs um, that I kind of like from this past weekend. So it will be Major Laser, Bubble Butt, Biggie Smalls, Hypnotize, and uh, the Funky Cole Medina, Jason Nevins mix, uh, which I like a lot. So those are going to be my three songs coming up. Again, thank you very much for listening. And now that I remind myself of it, I'm going to go back before Mike's songs played, and I'm going to warn everybody that the following music may or may not be edited so listen with caution. Hope you guys enjoy the music. And, of course, thanks, as always, for listening to the MBM podcast. I'm a bang bang chitty bang 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 killer. <laughs> nipple tickle, lick a bra like a dribble. Put you in a pickle, nipple on my dick. Why you tripping? I'm a crazy individual. N- never do minimum. Drive beans, Billy too. Damn bitch, talk much. I don't want interviews. I'm trying to get into you. They make you my enemy. <laughs> Not playing, got the bitch mad me. Don't like flat screen ass and need a 3D. Bubble butt. 
bubble 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 butt bubble butt bubble 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 butt bubble butt bubble 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 butt turn around stick it out show the world you got a bubble butt bubble 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 butt bubble butt bubble 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 butt bubble butt bubble 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 butt turn around stick it out show the world you got a To DKNY, uh-huh. Miami, DC, preferred Versace. Mm-hmm. That's right. All Philly hoes know it's Mosquito. Every cutie with the booty for the coochie. Now he's the real dookie, meaning who's really the shit? The niggas ride dicks. Frank White pushed me six on the Lexus LX. Four and a half, bulletproof glass tents if I want some ass. Going past sweet first, ask questions last. That's how most of these so-called gangsters pass. A nigga rapping about blunts and bras, tits and bras, menage et trois, sex and expensive cars. I still leave you on the pavement. Condo paid for, uh-huh. no car payment. Uh-huh. At my arraignment, no for the plaintiff. Your daughter's tied up in the Brooklyn basement. Face it, not guilty. That's how I stay chill. Richer than rich, so you niggas come and get me. Come on. Biggie, biggie, Feel you with real millionaire shit. Yeah. That's cargo, my cargo. One sixty swiftly. Rock it by your new one. The crew run, run, run. The crew run, run, run. I know you sick of this name brand. Nigga with flows, girl, say he's sweet like nigga with So get with this, nigga, it's easy. Girlfriend, here's a pen. Call me round ten. Come through, have sex on rough. That's Persian. Come up to your job, hit you while you're working for certain. Papa freaking, not speaking. Leave the ass leaking like rapper demo. Tell them who, take their clothes off slowly Kill them with the force like Kobe Dick black like Kobe, watch me roam like Kobe Lucky they don't own me, where to say show me Homie, homie Biggie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me And I just love your flashy ways I guess that's why they're broken, you're so big Biggie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me And I just love your flashy ways I guess that's why they're broken, you're so big Biggie, 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 can't you see? 
makes you see Sometimes your words just hypnotize me And I just love your flashy ways I guess that's why they're broken, you're so fake
What is it? 